Welcome to What in the Mental Health Podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Brandon Rice. And I'm Amber Guzman. And we are sharing conversations about the mind, body, and soul. I'm ready. Hello, hello. (laughs) (laughs) We were just Uh, busting the song, Brandon and I were dancing a bit. And it just really was good words. And I wish we could start out with that song because it just got us in a really good mental space. And the few words that stood out was that we're just trying to be a better me and Mm -hmm. rookie of the year. And I feel like that's what me and Brandon are here for right now is we are starting something and we don't really exactly know where it's going, but we're trusting and that the tools and the guides and universe spirits, personal mindsets will get us with information to deliver to all of you to help you because each day we're just trying to be a better me. And I know that's right. So uh, it's important for us to share with you some of these tools. And um, Brandon, you wanna share a bit? Yeah, yeah. So uh, what's up everybody? Um, I believe this is episode four. And um I, we want to start out by saying thank you to everyone for listening thank you for the reviews thank you for the feedback we do take that and we are trying to make this podcast better and better with each episode so uh thank you everyone thank you clap clap, clap. yes thank you <laughs> i know it feels yeah, good to get a few little knowing that just the couple of things i've had some people really say it's helping them and to hear yeah. how your 68 second mantra has really helped a few of my friends specifically, and including myself, like just knowing that I have the power to change that thought. And it's just reversing it. And it's helped me I'm going to bed with some better thoughts in my mind. And that's what it's about. That's what it's about. And we, we do want to emphasize that the, the purpose of this podcast is twofold. It is to help others become their best selves. And it's also in the, in the same token, it's also to help us continue to become our better selves. So mm-hmm. exactly. That's what we're just trying to be better me. That's it. <laughs> so that's it. So we'll get into today's topic. What we want to talk about today is uh, something that everyone will go through at some point in their life. And it's how to get through the hard times when you're struggling mentally. And there is a disclaimer we want to say with that is that we're we're talking about struggling mentally not not severe severely struggling mentally because there are people there there's a spectrum to this um there are people who have to go to the emergency room there are people who need to go to an inpatient psychiatric facility um this can help but we're specifically talking about when you're still able to take care of your needs, when you're still able to go to work, when you're stay, still able to do those certain things, that's what this podcast is really geared towards. We're like the boost, you know, right? Yeah, to just yeah, help yeah. you with simple tools that we hope can help get you to that higher vibration, uh, being able to feel more at ease and being able to live your days better or having tools when those things, because we're never going to not have struggle. We're never going right. to not have difficult things that hit us yeah. emotionally with family, friends, relationships, 
physical ailments, things are going to hit us. Mm -hmm. And we just want to share and talk to experts too, because I know at times we will have some people on the podcast as guests that we're yep. going to dive deeper into some of those subjects. But for now, we're just sharing some of our own daily tools that we hope can help. Yep. Yep. And with that, we will start it off. So we, we have created, um, based on our own uh, struggles in the past, and most recently I've had a struggle myself in the last two weeks, and trying to conceptualize and put into steps, like how do you get started when things really start to hit the fan? What, what are some ways that you can um, get going? in the right direction, right? When you're feeling down, um, when you're feeling sad, when you're, you're dealing with grief or whatever, I feel like that we've created um, a good start that uh, to some steps that are universal into whatever you're going through. Now, it's important also to say that everybody's hard in terms of what hard is for them is different. And, and we respect that. So my heart is not the same as Amber's heart. Um, it's not the same as Ricky's heart. It's not the same as Candace's heart. It's everybody goes through their different struggles. And we believe that these steps are universal to that. And take what you want. Um, what was that saying? Um, uh, I can't remember it, but just take what you want from the podcast and uh, anything that doesn't resonate with you don't take that. You know what I mean? There's like eat the bones or uh, spit out the bones and keep the meat, that type of thing, but not for well, the vegans out there. That, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, and just that I have to trust that the words are going to flow through us and yeah. that what, you know, we're not, it's not going to be for everybody. You right. know, we, we really are just real people that are sharing. I mean, we definitely have experiences of our own and it's more about the mental stuff like yes if somebody really needs psychiatry they they've got to see a psychiatrist but yep. we want to be the like the little icing on the cake that just makes things better because yeah. like going back to just talking about the struggles like the number one thing is the awareness and mm -hmm. really tuning into what is it what is the feeling or what is the why is this bringing you down and I know that there's a lot of times where I can just do like walk past a room that's dirty and stuff that I haven't touched in a while, maybe my son's toys. And I just keep walking past it saying, I'm going to get to it. Mm -hmm. But the truth is it bothers me and it weighs in the back of my mind. Yeah. And I want, like, I feel so good the day that I actually go in there and clean it all up and it clear out stuff. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like that for our bodies and minds, you know, that our best self, if we just keep walking past the struggles or not having awareness of these feelings inside of us, you're on autopilot and you're just maybe not feeling as bright or light as you could. Right. And so we want to dive into that dirty room in your body. Like for me, I'm struggling with some pain, physical pain. Mm -hmm. I have a frozen shoulder. I've got a back issue and I used to be able to do Spartan races. I cannot do monkey bars. I can't hang on it. And it's just one of those things that's in my mind every day. Mm -hmm. And I know that I just recently had an MRI. I'm waiting on the results. 
but something shifted in me in doing this podcast and hearing the 68 seconds and diving deeper into learning about the positive affirmations and what they really do to us and how they rewire our brain thought patterns and just the decision that I made it was pretty powerful because the more that I started to research on positive affirmations I stumbled upon Louise Hayes who has um, some amazing books on how you can heal your life Mm -hmm. And I remember it from 20 years ago, but it showed up again on a few um, affirmations that came to me. And like that when I put my focus, this is where our energy goes, because Brandon had mentioned that earlier when I was sharing about this, that just every day, if I live my life saying I have, ow, I've got my shoulders in pain and my low back. And every time I sleep, I toss and turn and I'm in this pain. So I feel hopeless. I feel like I'm never going to get out of that. It's going to stay that way. Mm-hmm. But instead, just recently, I shifted it and I wrote the mind, um, the affirmation and put it on my computer at work and I even sent it to a few friends. I just said, my happy thoughts help create my healthy body. Wellness is the natural state of my body. I am in perfect health. So when I just wrote those affirmations, I realized how quickly I realized I was in charge of my body and I was in charge of if I want to every day hone in on that pain or if I want to really tune into that I can believe that that pain is there or I can really get in the power of that my health, my body, I am in perfect health. And what started to happen is that yesterday I made this decision, I am not putting sugar in my body. And because I have an autoimmune that can trigger some inflammation responses, I know that being gluten-free and vegan, not vegan, because I've tried that one and I'm mostly vegan, but I am tuning into being gluten-free and and dairy-free is really good for me. Mm -hmm. And I lost that. And I started eating candy because one of my little things when I'm not feeling my best or satisfies me is eating sour candy. I love candy. And I know I'm 46 year old kid that eats candy because (laughs) I just love candy. And everyone will say that about me too, that a sour candy is just Amber's jam. But I realize it's like a, it's as if you had a drink every night, you know, or you, um, and, and not that these things are wrong and not that candy's wrong. I just know I'm not feeling my best. And so if I put that in my body, I'm not helping that I am in perfect health. So Mm -hmm. just saying those words gives my mindset that power to remember, what are you going to do? And that's what it is. Having the awareness, tuning into it and changing the thought is what then creates the behavior that then shifts the body. So, so I just see how important it is for us to reverse the thoughts and get those positive affirmations of being more in power of our thought Mm -hmm. and changing that and putting that in our mindset every day is, is making it as able to, for me to feel better at the end of the day, that I may still have a little pain there, but if I each day practice something and keep doing that versus the, Oh, I'm so sick of being in pain and it's just getting worse and I can't get better versus I am in control of my body. I am going to fight this thing. I am going to be pain-free. I am going to be, you know, wellness is the natural state of my body. 
and I am agile, able to run, able to breathe deep. And, and I just, so it's so important to combat when these feelings or these things that come in, like that dirty room in your house, it's like, just freaking do it. And yeah. that's the, the five, four, three, two, one Mel Robbins that we both love. Yeah. Just freaking do it, you know, just, just freaking do it. Stop walking past that dirty room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I want you to share a little bit about your experience over the last two weeks, because I kind of cut you off. So I apologize. No, for that. it's fine. It's perfect. It's perfect. But um, like being in your flow and like being able to watch you because you've had a really positive mindset about it. And I love like what's been going on. So from you experiencing positive mindset about this particular experience. Yeah, it's what talk about it. So um, before I talk about it, I do <laughs> want to say about your about your story. What comes to me from your story that you just told is that these things that you're talking about, these positive affirmations, changing your thoughts, doing the what we call um, or what some call behavioral activation, uh, where you move your body, which in turn will help you be able to process your thoughts a little bit easier. It will sometimes your thoughts will like you can't control your thoughts to the point because it like ruminates for such a long time you have these thoughts that you just feel like you can't control and sometimes like you said like mel robbins says five four three two one just do it will help change your mind a little bit and allow you to think differently so sometimes you have to move your body first to change your mind and sometimes it works where you change your mind first and then move your body but either way i think it's very important that people realize that your mind and body are connected so there, there is no mental health without physical health and vice versa. So that's very mm -hmm. important. And then also with these things that we're talking about doing, it may not change your outcome. There's a lot of people that say like, yeah, you can do all the positive affirmations you want, but so-and-so still has cancer. So-and-so still has lung disease. Like we're not saying that these things are guaranteed to change your outcome, but I am strong in saying and defending that this can change your day-to-day. -day. It can change your outlook. You can have more good days. You can still be suffering with the disease, but you'll have more good days. So that's all I wanted to say before I got into my situation. If, if you have anything to respond to that, let's, we can do that. Well, I just want to give you some credit because us doing this podcast, like I said, we're kind of starting without knowing where this is going. And the yeah. whole point is for it to just be organic and hopefully to be light workers and to increase joy and help us to be the better me. Right. right. That's, that's the mission of this. But yeah. just in us doing this and me listening to our podcast and hearing some of the things we're going through and talking about i'm mm -hmm. practicing these and i am feeling better yeah and it's me making too. me take the steps to be better and mm -hmm. sometimes we just need that reminder and that's why i'm all we're always seeking and reading and listening to podcasts and hearing different people and that it really works you yeah. know and like i don't want to just keep walking past that dirty room right. i want to freaking clean it and clean that shit out stuff out sorry if 
whatever. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I really do. And I think that's what we're trying to do is clean it out. And right. if that means whatever that is with supplements, you know, chemical medicines, whatever it is, whatever works, we're all for it. Yeah. And that it's our own unique journey that, like mm -hmm. you said in the beginning, it's your what your hard times are and what my hard times are. It's our own recipe. And it's what when we're maxed out or when we have to pay attention to what yeah. that is. Yeah. So I like what Eric Thomas says. Uh, he's a motivational speaker. He says everybody goes through their go through. Everybody goes through their own go through and you have to respect that. And what we're what we're doing and what we're trying to do is we respect all of the different perspectives mm -hmm. and we recommend that you find hopefully you'll find something in this podcast um but that you find what works for you mm -hmm. the, the breathing may work for you the meditation may work for you the cold shower may work for you or it may not but something you're gonna go through something with your mental health you're gonna be stressed you're gonna be anxious you're gonna go through some grief you're gonna go through some loss something's gonna happen where you're gonna have to take an action to help feel help yourself feel better and mm -hmm. if you don't take the action you're just going to be stuck in that grief and loss for longer than you could have been you know and sometimes it's as simple as just an affirmation and I'm sometimes it is and then yeah. sometimes it might be that you've right. got to get your butt in a ice bath and right. you know we've been learning a lot about that which we can't wait to share more about that later right but the simple part I think that what Brandon and I are trying to say too, is that it's the little things that do make the bigger difference. Mm -hmm. And for me, something more about the shower, the cold shower, yeah. is it's just making a decision to do something I don't wanna do. And mm -hmm. it's like walking past that dirty room. No, I have to consciously make a decision to go and clean it. Just like I have to consciously decide when I'm in that warm shower feeling good, that I'm turning it to cold and mm -hmm. I have to breathe through it and I have to go, I don't want to freaking do this, but that I breathe through it. I let it get in my body. I do a few turns and I even get my head under there because I don't want to do it. It's mm -hmm. not the natural thing for me to do. But what I realize is that I love testing my will, pushing myself so that it's it's like you you're i'm more in charge of myself that way mm -hmm. when i make a decision to do something i don't want to do yeah. is when we then feel better and when we know that whoa i got this you know i'm in charge of me and i'm not going to let this pain in my shoulder and my back hurt me right. i'm going to freaking start doing what i got to do i'm going to do more stretching more yoga more juicing eat right, mm -hmm. you know, do what I got to do to combat it. And, you know, one of my um, closest friends has said to me, you know, Amber, you are like an expert in that part of your life because you've been through so many things. And through the trainings, you know, my mom's a therapist, life coach. I have a lot of teachers that I've come upon that have given me tools. And he goes, but a lot of people don't have those tools. I've I've never done a 68 second mantra. Like, mm -hmm. what the hell is this good for? <laughs> yeah. 
you know why the hell i i don't and i'm like oh well i just always do it like i know how to flip or reverse things and fight harder run up a hill or i always push myself because i don't i just want to be stronger than myself and even though it gets to me sometimes absolutely yeah i know that by shifting these things but he said that many people don't have these day-to-day tools you know Mm -hmm. many people didn't get to go in a sweat lodge when they were 17 years old many people didn't have sage and crystals being burned on them or i was going to a meditation camp when i was in sixth grade i was in the woods in a meditation camp i hated it at the time Mm -hmm. but it taught me i had to do some things i didn't want to do and it, it teaches you resilience, but also there's benefits in just doing stuff that's hard and not what's comfortable. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's all about. So maybe yeah. I've gone on a tangent here a bit, but. <laughs> no, you did. You did good. You did good. And you summed it up uh, well at the end. You talked about the resilience and the more that you do these things that you don't necessarily want to do, but you know that are also going to be good for you. Mm-hmm. I think that's important to, to keep in mind. Like it might be better off for you. Like this morning, I did not want to take a cold shower when I got back from the gym. I already took one. I woke, I wake up and I take a cold shower. Then I go work out and I come back. And depending on how I feel, it's like, do I want to take a cold shower? Do I not? But I know how I'm going to feel when I'm done. And mm-hmm. I did that because I'm going to feel better. And it's all about feeling better. So can you kind of go in deeper just because I know we didn't expect to be talking about cold showers so much today, but what is it when you're in that shower and you decide, like, what is the feeling for you? So I looked going into exactly what happened this morning. It is me questioning myself. How do I want to feel? That's the big thing. And I want to feel invigorated. I want to feel rejuvenated. I want to feel alive. And those are the things, those are the reasons which got me into that second cold shower today. And as I'm in the cold shower, what I'm doing is I'm breathing. And and it, this this brings up like, how do you start? If, if, I've, if I've never started the cold shower, how do I start? And you don't want to start just with the coldest cold. That's not mm-hmm. that's not advisable. Um, I'm speaking on how I learned it when I took Wim Hof, W-I-M space H-O-F, Wim Hof, um, when I took his course during the pandemic. And it, it was online. He's, he says, you, if you first start, you're in the you're in a warm shower and you're just taking a regular shower. And then at the end, you just make it a little bit colder and you breathe through it. Um, and you don't have to necessarily start with getting your whole body in the cold. You do a little bit of your arm here, a little bit of arm there, maybe your head, you dunk it a little bit. Um, and then you slowly get into your entire body. So you start slow and then the next day you go a little bit colder. You start with your warm shower and then you go a little bit colder than you did the day before and the whole time you're breathing and there's a lot of science behind the the effects of the positive effects of learning and doing these types of breaths and what it does for your body now 
like like we said, we're not experts, and I don't know enough to. I don't well, want to really get we into do it. know that Andrew Huberman, he was on the Ritual podcast, and we both yeah. really gathered a lot of tidbits about it. And I loved mm -hmm. it because it made me realize we're on point here that even though these scientists don't want to say the words mind body, that's what they're researching now. You know, that when they're talking about the nervous system and and how these certain things, it's like we're really we're here talking about that but mm -hmm. it's not the scientific words but he right, talked right. about how so many people because he studies the brain so many people don't even need to take medications because they can actually get to this better place in their brain through mm -hmm. breath work mm -hmm. and like through hypnosis and through a couple other things that are not even medication so right. talking about the breath and the positive responses, like when we experience hard, stressful things with our breath versus yeah. giving our making the decision to give ourselves that positive stress. Yeah. And the shower is a positive stress because yeah. you're 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 in control of it and right. and reprogramming that thing of just doing what you don't want to do. So carry on, right. Brandon. So right. there is there is science and, there, and we do. We are we're a little bit of experts with this because we do it. We practice yeah. it. Yeah, right, right. And so with as you're moving through that cold shower, you start with the day one, then you go a little bit colder on day two. And you're eventually going to find, at least for me, the, what I found is that I started craving the cold shower in the morning. And simply put, why do I do it? Because I, I know it's going to make me feel better. And even in the days when I don't want to do it, like this morning, I knew it was going to make me feel better. So um, that's the cold shower, uh, a little bit about it. If you guys want more, you can write a review or, uh, or well, get also, in contact with I really with recommend the Ritual podcast with oh, yeah, yeah. Huberman because it's really, he, he just has so much information because that's what they're doing. And they're talking so many awesome things about it and yeah. how you're actually with breath work, rewiring your brain pathways and that by releasing CO2, like we're so stuck in these ways of like people not, not challenging themselves and like being more, um, you know, just, we, we don't breathe as deep and yeah. just being in control of that is just decisions that we have to make ourselves and part of the mindfulness training. And so, like you said, when you get in there and it's warm and you don't want to, but it's simply just put that making a decision of something that's hard and it's a 30 second shift in your mind. Mm -hmm. And I'm using that every day when the pain, yeah. like I'm, I'm moving around because my low back is hurting, but I'm mm. going to just keep saying I am well, I am healed. I am strong. I am agile. Like I'm going to do that. And yeah. I'm going to just keep every time those little things, I don't want to do that. Do it, Amber, do it, just do it. Right. So shifting and you feel that better. You probably mindset. feel better after, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And that's yep. what it's about. Cause there are some things that, <laughs> you don't want to do because you don't feel better after. So not that I want to get into that, but I just want to just want to make that clear. Like we do it because we know how we're going to feel after and what mm -hmm. it's what the positive effects that these these tasks or these activities are having on us, right? But going back to Brandon was kind of the beginning which yeah. 
is awareness you know that mm -hmm. that is so big because if we don't really know what is troubling us we're not going to be able to even do these tools to help yourself so the right. number one thing is really tuning in and getting getting aware because many people have experienced traumas and they don't even know when they're showing up in their body as you age or just comes up in other ways and mm -hmm. so this is what creates our responses this is what creates the energy levels in our body or just feeling down or maybe you know not having any um, will to do very much and I think that's where we're trying to really tune into what is it, you know, when I'm at work and something triggers me and I realize, whoa, it's because of this. So taking the time to really get aware of what you want to change in our, in, in yourself, mm -hmm. that it, it's taking that time and, um, because we do often know what's not working for us. We often can talk about all the crap and all the things and you hear it on the TV shows and I see it with the housewives. It's like everyone's on the defense and everybody wants to just point out like everyone's flaws. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we just don't even know where it's coming from. And I'm paying attention to my environment Mm -hmm. and really what i'm putting uh in my body but also i had i had got a cortisone shot in my shoulder and i came home and i had fallen asleep kind of early on the couch and i was watching these shows with my daughter and like every five minutes i'd wake up to this like housewives yelling at each other and talking about the real housewives of whatever i'm not even going to say which one because they're all the same and I found myself like thinking I really enjoy these shows, but in my nice like sleep and feeling good, uh, really deep sleep. And I'd wake up to this like, ah, why will you do this and that? And they're physically fighting. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, God, you know, I even woke up and I was like, why are we watching this? And I found myself in this like same tone. And I, I, I realized I don't want to put that stuff in my body and mind. Yeah. Like, I don't want to hear that anymore. Like, not that I want to be all meditation mama all day and listening to Zen and watching whales, mm -hmm. but I do know that I got to watch that stuff too. And yeah. how do I feel after that? Mm -hmm. How do I feel in my friendships? Am I more likely to gossip because I've put that in my body? So. Mm -hmm putting some awareness as to what you're listening to what you're watching right you know even though we're listening to a cool hip-hop rap song it was about being a better me and even you know being successful and you know being your best and i like that and i find that the more we send each other songs that are all like positive in the mm -hmm. end like check it in what's happening you know we're we're so we're getting better and it's just a little reminder of what are you putting your what's your environment what yeah. is your environment yeah um so what i want to do right now is that we're talking about getting through the hard times when you're struggling mentally and the steps that we've created to in our own experience using our own experience to get through those tough mentally mentally tough times so step one is awareness and we can talk about you asked me a question amber we haven't got to it yet when i was struggling in the last two weeks and 
how I got through it. And I, I truly believe that these steps are how I got through it. One is awareness. And we'll go through this, but I just want to give you the steps first, and then we'll go through it. So one is awareness. Two is scaling down. We'll talk about what that means. Three is showing up for yourself. And four is appreciation or gratefulness. And during that tough time that I recently went through, um, I became very aware of that I was going through a tough time. And I, I, I believe that's the first step because people often get stuck in survival mode. And they're just like, this is the way life is. And I'm just going to keep going and going and going and going. And in my own experience, I've done that. I've done the 16 hour shifts, five days a week. Um, from that was like from a Thursday to a Tuesday. This was before I became a nurse. Um, and I've done that week in, week out, week in, week out. And I got to a point where I broke basically. And I was stuck in that survival mode. And life showed me like, you can't keep living like this. And I was, I wasn't forced to become aware, but I was definitely forced to chill out. And the things that I do now, the meditation and the morning routine that we've already talked about have allowed me to become more aware and allowed me to become faster at learning when I need to chill out and slow down or pivot or do whatever to change. Right. So the first thing that happened was I became aware that I was like, man, I'm really stressed out. I'm really anxious. I'm having these ruminating thoughts, which means that it's just like constantly the same thing. What if this happens? What if that happens? I was getting very worried. And the next thing I did after I became aware was I started to scale down. So I looked at my life and scaling down can be very difficult for people. You talk about people who own their own business. Um, what do you mean scale down? I can't take a day off. Like this is a 24 seven thing. There's something in your life that you're going to have to scale down, or you're going to continue to live in survival mode, or you're going to continue to go through whatever you're going through and your body can only put up with, so your mind and body can only put up with so much. So pick something. And for me, that something was, I actually, took away some of the responsibilities I was doing, the things I was working on outside of school. And I chose to put more into my rest. So I scaled down on responsibilities as much as I could. And I put more into sleep. Like I really need to sleep. I really need to rest. Um, I also talked to, I, I got vulnerable and I talked to the people around me and let them know. And then like my supervisors at work or something like, Hey, I need a day off. I need, and not everyone can get a day off, but just trying and being vulnerable enough to say, like, this is what I need and letting people know what your needs are. Doing that allowed me when I was able to rest and to give my mind and body a rest from the stressful situation that at hand, I was able to come up with new ways to to change my perspective, to allow focus on solutions. Like you said, um, allowing instead of getting stuck on that ruminating thought, change your focus. And sometimes we're so stressed out, so anxious that you can't even think about like, I can't think about anything else. So you scale down, go to sleep, give your body a rest. That, that's for right. me, that's my biggest thing. And then also be vulnerable and let people know, hey, I'm struggling, I'm doing that. But you can't do any of that if you're not aware that this right. is going on, right? So step one, awareness. Step two, scaling down. 
Um, as you also scale down, you cr- start to create boundaries. Mm-hmm. You're like, no, I'm not doing the overtime at work. No, you know what? Mm, I know I'm in school and I should go to this class, but I, you know, I'm, I think it'd be more productive if I just skip this class, mm-hmm. right? You can do that. Or you can reach out to your professor and say, hey, you're being vulnerable, reaching out to your professor and let them know, hey, I'm going through a tough time right now. Can I, can I have an extension? And I actually had to do that for one of my things um, that I'm going through. And I asked for an extension on something. So, but in that, you're also setting boundaries around how you allow people to interact with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so step one, awareness, step two, scaling down. Step three, showing up for yourself, which includes those boundaries and being vulnerable. And then step four is appreciation and gratefulness. Um, with the sleep that I was able to get and the rest and scaling down, I was able to spend more time and be more present in my morning routine, mm-hmm. which involves the 68 seconds, which involves the meditation, which involves the visualization and the journaling. Um, and also I want to say too, is that I usually work out like at least three times a week. I cut that out because for me, going to work out puts so much stress on my body that it, it can make me worse if I'm mm-hmm. anxious. And that's for me. Mm-hmm. So, and the way like that you I have know, to quiet your body a bit versus yes, activate it or yes, give it more stress. Where other but... people, they feel, they feel better. They get the stress out when they go work out. For me, when I'm too stressed, I can't, it doesn't work for me. Um, and that's me being aware of my own circumstance, right. Or my, my own response to those things. Um, so doing all of that allowed me to be more present in my morning routine, which allowed me to do better or to, to be better at fixing or replacing the thoughts mm-hmm. instead of thinking like, what if this happens? What if this happens? Like, what am I going to do? I need to do this. So like, oh, 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 oh. I was able to be like, everything's working out for me. Mm-hmm. Today is a good day. And like really feel that, Right excuse me, um, and to start visualizing positive solutions instead of focusing on these negative situations that are, could have negative outcomes, but we don't, I, I don't know yet. I'm just like, I'm in a situation, and, right? Go and ahead. That's where we talk about the flow, right? Yeah. Like when you're yeah. in that space, it's flowing like mm-hmm. the way you want it to. Right. And and that is the best space, mm-hmm. right? Like it's it's like that's what we're all striving for. And that's where Hicks, Abraham Hicks, you know, all the the teachers that we love so much. It's like getting in that flow. And when you said about how does it feel when it's just all works out right? Yeah. And it's that's that's the the goal there the end goal is like when we're in the flow and things just line up and when it it just i love seeing that because i feel like we touched on this on the last episode where we talked about how you said i just want this to happen like this and this and i said okay do this call this person and it's like i get to watch it play out Mm -hmm. and the circumstance doesn't really matter but i got to watch brandon's mindset where he wasn't doubtful he was in this mindset of i want this to work out like this and i just want it to be easy yeah and even though he's had to put the work in 
you had to pay some money, you had to do, you know, find the right person, you had to, you know, give the evidence and give stuff that was needed for it. Yeah. You're getting the letter, getting it exactly how you want it to end. And I mean, mm-hmm. we're kind of excited because let's hope you being in this flow, you're getting some of the answers you've been right. waiting for for a long time. And it's just being in the flow. And even yesterday, you had a chip in your windscreen. I don't know if you want to share this story. Oh, you can tell about the you windshield. Yeah, like just being in the flow that when you ask or you're vulnerable or just us having a conversation, he happened to say, I got to go. I'm getting my chip repaired. Yeah. And then he wrote, he's like, damn it, it's going to cost this much money because it's not, you know, it's not uh, repairable. And I said, hey, you know, a lot of insurance companies now repair windshields. He calls, sure enough, 10 minutes later, it's covered by insurance. And it's like, that's just being in the flow of receiving. And if he wasn't vulnerable and we weren't having that conversation, he would have maybe had to pay out of pocket, not even realizing, you know? So just trusting that being vulnerable and being, you know, trying to just be in the flow of trusting it's all working out. And that's with that power of our thought and, and, um, you know, yeah. staying in that practice. And I think these steps are so helpful and not about, it's not always going to work out how you think it's going to work out. And that's not what I'm focused on when I'm doing these things. I'm just open to receiving an outcome that's better than what my anxious worry thought and stressful thought was telling me was going to happen. That's what it's about being open to a better solution. The things are going to hit you. Life is going to hit you. It's going to happen. And I I love what someone I saw on Instagram was talking about surfing the waves. Like the waves are going to come. They're going to be big. They're going to be small, but the waves are going to keep coming. Life is going to keep coming. And my goal, our goal on this podcast for ourselves and for our listeners is how do we become better surfers? Mm-hmm. how do we get and better yes you know? to ride the waves yeah you know when it's yeah. easy and you're just catching a good wave but that um it, it also is like it's going to keep happening right yeah. like the yeah. waves keep coming and how are you going to just surf that wave and right. where it gets a little easier through where maybe for anyone that's just starting out with reversing thought patterns mm-hmm. it's hard and it's yeah. hard to come up with the the affirmation that might be best for you. And, right. you know, I remember when I was first doing it, cause I, um, I had, you know, way back before my daughter, I had had a miscarriage and it was so devastating at the time. Mm. And I got really tuned into this affirmation and I wrote that I opened to receive a strong, healthy child and for our best and highest family like for me and ricky to pull in a baby that is right for us and that i will learn from and that when the timing is right and i i had this whole long i maybe still have it yeah and I, the one word i just wanted the the, the to be strong mm-hmm. and my daughter is so strong that's mm-hmm. like one of the things that i'd say about her in so many ways she's yeah. so strong and i just know that that helped me at that time and it was formulating the right words Mm -hmm. to have that i would see every day because it made me know it's it's out there like it's attainable 
that yeah. I can pull in this this baby and it allowed me to know it was in the right timing mm-hmm. that it would come. Right. And, you know, because I could sit there and go, I'm going to have another miscarriage. And, you know, my mind went to the dark side a lot. Mm-hmm. And I pulled it back to just saying that. And it happened for us. Right. And it took me with that. So for someone that's new and just starting, it takes a minute to really tune into the right words because my mom has coached me really well on this, that we don't want to put the word in there of like, I don't want to lose a baby. It's more that I open to receive my healthy baby, knowing that it's not the past. It's not the pain for me, like saying I am pain free. I don't want to say pain. I don't want the word pain in there. I want I am well, my whole body is divine health and radiating light, agility, you know, I am full wellness Mm -hmm. and my body is health. I am the epitome of divine light health. You know, whatever the words are, um, it's just getting rid of that stuck pattern. That's Mm -hmm. the yucky stuff that keeps us in that, the negative, negative. Yeah. And we're here too. I think Brandon and I, we'd love to be able, if anybody ever wants to reach out or have us help you with affirmations or formulating them. Because one of the things we both realize our paths in life are to be teachers and nurturers. And I know the number one thing for me, we both differ in this. Like for Brandon, when he's struggling, he doesn't want to help someone not that you wouldn't you drop anything yeah. to help anyone i just need to go into my own i need to get away and i need to be like a recluse for a little bit yeah and yeah. for me i want to go help somebody so mm-hmm. i am a nurturer and um i find that when i'm going and helping somebody else it helps yeah. me get out of my place yeah and i have an amazing friend trevor who's a quadriplegic and he is one of the strongest people mind and body that i know to deal with all that pain and yet he still is a light he's been fighting uh, this for 17 years and um whenever i spend time with him i leave there just feeling so alive and i end up doing a little body work healing work on him that's not my trade but i do know i have a gift of healing mm-hmm. and i only have a few people that i really get to share that with and when yeah. i do so I'm giving to him, but he's giving to me. And it's this exchange of just knowing that he lives with so much more pain than I am living with. Mm-hmm. And when I know that I get to give of myself to help heal his body and the gratitude he feels, but then I feel better because I've gotten out of myself to realize I know this guy's in way more pain than I am. Yeah, And it just helps strengthen me. And so sometimes getting out of ourselves for me because mm-hmm. i just love connecting and that's what we are here for is to connect on a real level and my friends joke about it that sometimes people get ambered is what they say if you spend a little time with me we're just gonna go deep and real and hit the heart and talk about real stuff because mm-hmm. so many people like that's that whole point of awareness. If we don't realize that we're struggling on that autopilot where you're talking about just, um, what was the word you said about living day to day kind of at the, um, I can't think of the words right now, but um, where we're just living a survival mode. Survival, survival mode. mode. Yeah, I was right? like, I don't know what I said, but yeah. <laughs> 
yeah like survival mode sucks like we mm -hmm. don't want to be in survival mode yeah you know we want to be feeling better and finding those those steps and with trevor you know he always ends up being just giving me some mental tidbit that just leaves me feeling so happy and so when people say you get ambered it's just that we're here to connect on a real level mm -hmm. and that's where brandon and i we both and that's why we're going to be your real live uh peace patrol <laughs> you know and i think yeah. that we'll have to put ways for people to reach out to us right. and definitely on want instagram to be there for you yeah instagram at um, what the mental health yeah at, yep. and that's our and we're uh, going to start, we just yeah. got that going and we're just at the beginning. So definitely message because we're here for you no matter what time we want to help. And yeah. that's our mission here. We won't always get back to you um, immediately, but we will get back <laughs> to you. Um, I do want to say something for the people that um, I can imagine someone out there listening and they're like, I'm I've tried this stuff. I've done this stuff and I'm still in the same spot. This is not working for me. What else can I do? And for me, I have not discussed this on the podcast yet. I feel like, um, but I'm going to discuss it right now. So I'm a registered nurse. Um, I have experienced over, not as a registered nurse. Um, let me rephrase that. I have five years experience as a registered nurse in the mental health field. I have over five years experience. That was not as a registered nurse, but just um, one year as a registered nurse. I know there's a lot of stuff that might not make sense. But what I'm saying is, with that said, I do have some experience in this field. And I am currently in school to be a psychiatric nurse practitioner, which is the kind of equivalent to a psychiatrist. So that's my goal. As you're still a nurse, but you're, you can practice. Um, you can almost practice to the full capacity of a psychiatrist. So that's my, my tidbit before I go into what I'm about to say. So if you are in a place where you've tried these things, you've tried these mantras, you've done these, something similar to the cold showers and something like that, and you're still struggling mentally, that is where I suggest and recommend if you haven't already, go and see a mental health professional, whether it be a psychiatrist or a therapist. And you might qualify for a medication. And some people are already on medications and they're still struggling. And to that, I say just keep the, the old saying, keep hope alive. Um, because I have seen people who struggle for an immense amount of time or a long amount of time. And it's the little bits of information that they learn along the way because they keep trying that can eventually help them to feel better. Now, you might, like we said earlier, and you might still have an illness or a disorder or something like that, but these things can help. They've been proven to help. And if you tried them already, like I said, maybe medication will work for you. So that is a, another outlet for you. And I just wanted to say that, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I exactly that. I think you are always it, it's it's a combination of science for you, but also mm -hmm. 
it, the, it's not necessarily called metaphysical stuff, but it is like right. relying on something bigger than, than we are. And it's, that is our thought and that right. is the power of our mind and our soul. And that's what we're trying to, um, heal and tune mm -hmm. into. And sometimes it is a chemical imbalance. And I know I have children with ADHD and I know I probably have it as well, but I've just learned how to survive mm -hmm. without a medication because yeah. I do a lot of other things. But I do know there's really where it helps. I've seen night and day with my children. Yeah. If they, you know, and I'm very interested though, too, with learning that the number one neuroscientists are saying that a lot of people really with these practices can get off medication you know i'm not telling anyone to do that at all yeah i just was more excited for myself because i thought geez if i could just practice they say five minutes of a breathing routine a day mm -hmm. is so huge and yeah. box breathing and his simple in and out like just this he, he talked about yesterday when i heard it he just said you take a big deep breath in and then a little breath right after it mm -hmm. and then a slow exhale and just repeating that pattern and it just he said in five minutes of that can help with so many things and yeah. getting you know you're just reprogramming yeah and and that's uh so helpful to me that i thought i can do five minutes of freaking breathing a day right you know to yeah. a 68 second mantra um a positive affirmation I see on my computer at work, so I yeah. repeat it. Yeah, all those things are are the little tidbits to help me, and it right. does, it is. Right. It's not, my pain isn't gone, but that's the goal. The yeah. goal, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, there's um, you have to put in the work. Mm -hmm. There's no getting around that. <laughs> you got to put in the work on yourself, and it's it's very difficult to do. Uh, I think part of that reason is because we didn't, a lot of us didn't have to do that when we were coming up, when we were kids, you just enjoyed life for most of us. Um, and you didn't have to think about this stuff. You didn't have to think about like, oh, I'm so anxious. I'm so stressed. I'm going through this. I'm going through that. It was, you were just like going through life. And now as we have gotten older, we have had to look at how do we start to feel good again? Mm -hmm. And these are some of the ways to do that. So mm -hmm. those are my closing thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I um, think that it's just exciting because I do know that us having these conversations and getting feedback from others allows us to connect and find more tools to share and to practice than just the fact that I'm feeling better with my mindset mm -hmm. since we've began recording these podcasts. So okay. I thank you for that. Cause if it means we're just here to help each other and the hopes are others, I feel better. I'm yeah. on a better road and I appreciate the reminders of these simple things that we can do every day. Yeah, ditto on that. I definitely yeah. feel the same way. And it's been yeah. it's been helping me as well. And hopefully it continues to help uh, our listeners. And um, like we said, if you do have feedback, uh, leave a review on uh, Apple Podcasts. And you can also uh, DM us on Instagram at what in the mental health. 
Awesome. Thanks, Brandon. Yeah, thank you, Amber. And uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. We appreciate yes, you. Yes, we do. We really do. Thank All right. you. All right.